I loved your point about um, if don't be afraid to say something nice. Yeah. Because I think sometimes folks are so guarded these days yeah. now, right? And say hello, smile. Good morning. Today on Voice Podcast, the podcast for students, by students, we have our president, our CEO, the face of SLC. You see him everywhere around free campus, Glenn Volbrecht, hey, ladies good. and gentlemen, students. Good morning. Good morning. How does it feel for you to finally see a bit of a a podcast in person, I guess. You know, it's it's um, first of all, I, it's great being back on campus. It's yeah. nice. It's nice seeing you again, and um, you know, I, I I'm looking out here and seeing all the students in the innovation hub and yeah. where we're where we're doing the uh, broadcast right now. And I got to tell you, it just puts a big smile on my face walking down the halls again. I was just I just on my way here, I grabbed a coffee, and there's like a lineup of about forty students, and I'm so thrilled. <laughs> I'm just thrilled to be able to stand in there and watch the students and, and it, you know, things feel a little bit like normal again. So it's pretty cool. It's very true because after two years almost of just virtual and adjusting movement around the campus, you know, yeah. having life yes. back again. And it's just lovely to see all people, students, teachers interacting together, exactly. the cafes fully packed and just it's what's make a campus, you know, people, you know, abs absolutely. And, and, you know, no question, um, the shift to virtual was, uh, you know, it was made quick and it was uh, it was challenging. And, and, you know, our faculty did an amazing job and our students, you know, I'm so proud of them in terms of what they've had to overcome in the last couple of years. But a college community it's a community on campus. It only really exists when there's people here. And, true. And, and it's so true. You walk down the hallways now and you do, you see people smiling and laughing again and, and sharing these, you know, informal conversations, which are part of college and campus life. And uh, I'm for one, I'm thrilled. I'm always thrilled when I walk down the halls. And uh, what have you been loving the most now since you've been coming back on campus? Since to any particular event or any particular group or studies, you, you found like, wow, I'm glad we're finally having well, it here. Well, you know, I'm not just saying it because of, because of today, but even doing this, right? Yeah. Like This is back to what we used to do uh, pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. You know, sitting down with uh, with students, having conver having conversations, and um, you know, yesterday we had an event last night again, and in, in, uh, in our in our um, uh, large venue center with the community. Those were normal things that we did yesterday uh, in the in the morning down at the, the uh, student pub. Yeah. Um, you know, flipping we, some pancakes, flipping some pancakes, flipping yeah. some pancakes, and and that's what college life is about and that's you know that's that, that that's what we've missed over the last two and a half years so it's i don't think it's any one particular thing but it's just all of these events that we used to just take for granted and i can tell you i'll never take that for granted anymore never, never uh, again. and um you know that for me is just again puts a smile on my face each and every day uh, anything that changed with you like uh, pre-pandemic or post-pandemic glenn that you've learned during that phase. Yeah, that's you know that's a that's a, a great a great question actually, and um, I think what I've learned is and what and you know we chatted about this last night at our at our um, uh, community connections event, and that's that you know 
relationships and how important they are um, and, and not to take them for granted, right? And, and to make sure you have those networks of people that you can reach out to um, that believe in you, that you believe in them and that you trust. Um, and, and it was so important through the pandemic to have those relationships. Um, and, you know, the thought of, um, you know, I think we were talking last night about the fact that if you had to build relationships in the middle of a crisis, it's very challenging, right? Very, very challenging. And they always say, you know who your true friends are uh, in, a, in a crisis, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> because I'm reflecting right now. Yeah. Like how, who was there? Yeah, was there. it's true. And, yeah. and so, you know, for me, that's something that I will always remember and um, never, ever take for granted uh, again. Um, because, you know, we all get busy. And we all, you know, for, forget to make that phone call because you're busy and stuff or that text and stuff. But it's always so important to reach out to your support network, to your friends, to your family. Very true. And speaking of uh, trust, uh, how, how you as uh, with your position at SLC, CEO uh, and President, how do you trust people around you? I think that's a big factor when you're uh, at the top, like how to bring that trust to other people? How do you do it? And also to trust other people? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question, you know. Um, and, and it's so important um, to have that to have that trust, especially as, as any leader, but, but you know, when you're um, a leader of the, uh, of the college, to surround yourself with folks uh, that you believe in, um, that you uh, value, that you trust. And, and I, I'm fortunate, I have a great team. Um, trust every, each and Kristen. each and every one, uh, right directly in my office, Kristen, you know, we've been working together for some time right now. I think we can finish each other's sentences. Um, but I think to develop that trust, you also, you know, as an individual, you have to be able to let your guard down, um, and, um, you know, be vulnerable. Um, okay. right. And yeah. not have that facade. Like how can people really know you or trust you if you, if you always have that, you know, you always have that facade on. Um, and so I think developing relationships like anything, you have to be vulnerable and, and be willing to, you know, to, to share um, those vulnerabilities. And, and that's how you develop relationships and that's how you develop trust. So but that's amazing because uh, as an extroverted person, I do like talk with a lot of people, but there's still this factor. Oh, but how is that person just approaching me because I work a podcast or, <laughs> or is it because I like uh, for my course or I don't know. Sometimes you have those thinkings, but sometimes in terms of energy, it just flows with some people sometimes. And yeah, yeah so just having vulnerability was something which I never thought of as a yeah. key word yeah. to even letting yourself down. Well, you know, and, and, and I don't know about you, but I, I go into any conversation with anybody that I that I talk to and I, I talk to a lot of people as you can imagine I trust everybody everyone has a hundred percent trust for me until you don't do you know what I mean yeah so like I go into it trusting trusting people and and until you know some people prove unfortunately otherwise yeah. right yeah. Um, and then you move on and that's and that's and that's fair you know that that's gonna happen in, in life True. people being being people but I do believe uh, that you have to show your vulnerabilities and that's not always easy um, you know especially like if you're an extrovert or an introvert um, you know it can be you know can that can be tough to do sometimes tough to do uh for both person traits it's like being i was an introvert in high school Were so you? i I, I find that hard to believe 
it was I didn't talk to girls till I was like probably like just like 18 or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, very shy in my mm-hmm. corner. And of course, you get all those phases, uh, bullying right. and every right. stuff like So you just stick to yourself. And then I did a program in hospitality management, right. Right. which were in my island. We do a lot of hotel service. Well, very tourism based. Right. And when I started working in hotels, I, uh, I had to talk to clients. Right. Uh, to serve them dishes and my supervisor was very mischievous with me <laughs> she was uh uh very like you know what i see you you're a bit shy so our hotels used to host fashion shows ah, okay. and stuff like that you will serve only the table where there are girls right. and so i would get used to this and yeah. <laughs> well just like that i stopped being shy so. very good very good and that's a very unique way of uh, getting yeah. extroverted, but it worked for me. Right. And hence, I remove this barrier that, oh, we are all just human, you know, we just, Absolutely. people react like yeah. the same, whoever we are, and everybody's human, a being, a living being. You know, that's a great, uh, you know, a, a great philosophy. Um, I, you know, growing up, I was uh, a very shy, mm-hmm. uh, would, and you can't, you know, this is a podcast, so you, you know, our viewers can't yeah. see me. But I blush very quickly, very easily. Would get mm-hmm. embarrassed and stuff, and and you know, I, I uh, you never overcome that. Actually, I still I still do. Um, but I think you know, in terms of introvert extrovert, um, you can be an introvert and learn how to um, you know be able to be social, be able to communicate. Um, but it takes a lot of inner energy, inner right? Energy. And so I'll finish a day sometimes with like today, for example, um, probably I have, I think four speaking engagements. Great. We'll be ready. We'll, you know, we'll, I'm, I'm used to doing that. I think I do about 160, 170 a year now and have for the last decade. But when I get home, I'll be whipped. I'll be exhausted. Right. And I just, I just, you know, want to get a book uh you know a, a cup of, a cup of tea and just like veg for 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 a little while right um and and you know that's i think the difference sometimes between introverts and extroverts right extroverts get energy uh from a lot of people yeah. I, I i need to wind down a bit um and and be by myself for a bit so i mean that's the beauty of it though like after a whole day of communicating with people and just to have a moment for yourself mm-hmm. with a book which you're reading and right. that cup of tea it's that little i don't know how much 30 minutes one hour maybe it just it's the beauty of it i it find is. it beautiful it's again yin and yang i, I love yin fair and enough yang. yes exactly. it's like having balance even if, if it's just one hour in a day that yep. you're to yourself it just re-equalize everything yeah which was all the 18 hours like you said at the beginning you're going to be yeah. Yeah, it's it's just fascinating. How do you do it? Like, how long have you been doing this at SLC, working eighteen hours, uh, twelve? Not counting, <laughs> not counting. How well, long? You know, so uh, I've been uh, at St. Lawrence. It's always easy for me to remember because I started in two thousand, right? So it's <laughs> really easy. I've been here for uh, twenty two years now. I'm going into my eleventh year as as president. So. Um, you know, SLC has been my home for a long, long time. And I, I, I just, I love it here. I, I love what I do. Uh, every day I, I wake up with a, a smile, a smile on my face. Um, but it is about balance. And, you know, uh, you talk about yin and yang and, and, and you know, wellness and, and yoga. I'm a b- big believer in yoga and meditation. And, um, you know, my wife, my wife, Teresa, is, uh, um, you know, is, a professional at the, at, at, in the in the healthcare center, um, but she's also a certified yoga instructor, and so we spend a lot of time 
uh, winding down at the end of the day and, and doing some meditation. It's, a, it's, it's about a balance, right? So, uh, you know, a typical day for me, I'm an early riser, 4.30, quarter, five-ish. I got a little dog that wakes me up and a cat that wakes me up. But, but I, I like to get my uh, morning workout in, you know, walk, uh, walk the dog, get my morning mm -hmm. workout in, because you never know how the day is going to go, right? And I'm a big believer sure. in, in, uh, in balance and, and, and making sure um, I stay fit and, and healthy and energized for the, for the day. Um, and by the end of the day, regardless of whether, you know, some days it's, you know, an eight hour day, 10 hour mm -hmm. day, some days like today will yeah. be an 18 hour day. Um, I will still yeah. take the time uh, to be able to wind down, do a little nighttime yoga, whether it's 15, 20 minutes, and then a 10 minute meditation to just sort of, you know, set yourself up for hopefully a good sleep um, and, and just sort of ground yourself. Again, I think it's so important to have that to have that balance in life. It's true. Like without health, you can't do anything. You can't. You really, you really yeah. can't. That's you know, that's all you got. So. And uh, what's one advice would you give to SLC students to be healthy? Like to start your day with yourself first to work out. I, you know, yeah. I, I look at, and all of our campuses have great, great facilities, and you know, we're we're doing this at the at the Kingston campus and. Like, look at the facilities we have here. Take advantage of it yeah. as a student, right? Sure. Like, use our use our uh, use our exercise facilities, our gym. It's not for you know the fitness. It's not for everybody. It's whether it's weights or this kind of thing. Go for a walk, right? Sure. Just go for a walk around the campus. Go across the street to Lake Ontario Park. Grab a coffee. Beautiful a tea. Park. It's beautiful, yeah. right? And just really set your intention for the day. Um, because, you know, it's been a while since I've been a student, but student life is a lot of fun. There's a lot of interaction, mm -hmm. but it's also very challenging, very difficult and very stressful as well. Right. You got exams, you got papers, you, all kinds of things. So it's important to really uh, center yourself at the beginning of the day. Get, you know, have a have a fantastic day and at, at night. Do that again. You know, ground yourself, balance, whether you're going out with friends or, or anything. Take some time for yourself. Um, you got a lot of pressures as a student sometimes, and it's important to take time for yourself. It's true. Like uh, pre pressure is like it depends how you how much you can handle it. Also, the pressure. Uh, I don't inspire myself. Like if I feel pressured, I think it's there's something behind it that mm -hmm. makes me feel that pressure. Right. And if I overcome it, then it's truly like rewarding to myself. Right. And to, but for so many st young students, I believe coming here at 17 years old, 18, mm. getting out of a parent's house for the first time, it's such a huge challenge. Oh. To, we underestimate it a lot sometimes, but as a young adult coming out of a pandemic, also two years online from high school, it's a lot. And I think this advice will help them a lot. It, you know, it, and thanks for that reminder, too, because you're right. Like, you know, that's that's one of the. The wonderful things about college is we have students from the age of 17 to the age of, you know, 57, 58, 57, 58. Um, yeah. You're looking at me like that's old. Remember who you're talking to here. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 absolutely. And, and that's you know, that's what's so unique about about uh, college. And and, you know, you're, you're you know, in terms of, you know, our students from all over the world, like your, like yourself. And, and we have students that are 17, 18 years old from across the, from across the globe um, in the middle of a pandemic. 
I, I think back to myself when I was 17, there's no way I could have done that. No way. Me too. No, <laughs> no way. And so, you know, as an institution, we have to, you know, we have to remember that. And because we have students across that whole, uh, that whole spectrum. Um, and, you know, you know, whether a student's coming from Sydney or whether they're coming, you know, from across the world, um, they all bring with them their unique experiences. And, and it, you know, this is a big deal. College is a big deal. So, truly is yeah. truly is uh, my third college. <laughs> and speaking of seventeen years old, Gan, how are you? At how 17? old am I? No, 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 not how old. You were not, not how old. old. Uh, people always get uh, it's my accent, like <laughs> how old and how old like, almost sound the enough. same. Fair so enough. I'm like, no, I never asked you how old you were because I know it's not good to <laughs> ask that question. Uh, how old? And it sounds like old. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> anyway, enough. That's a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so how were you at 17 years old? You say like you would never do this. Give us a picture. 17 year old. Draw your own painting. <laughs> uh, so I had uh, a great set of hair. <laughs> so at 17, I had a lot more, a lot more hair. Gray style suits. <laughs> a lot I, of you, people suits you. Yeah, you know, what? interesting enough, people laugh, but I, I, I sometimes show a picture of... Uh, me when I was in grade eight and I was, I was, you know, I would have my allowance and I would do, you know, my, you know, I worked very young, young age. I was working at uh, the Sears bicycle shop, I think when I was 12 or 13 years old. Um, but I would spend my money on clothes. I love clothes. I've always loved, loved clothes. And it's probably I, not surprising to you. <laughs> I love clothes. <laughs> I've oh, seen yeah. also the first episode that you wear a very fancy shirt. I saw that. I say, wow. Yeah. It's, that, you know, that's, yeah. that's always been part of, Part of my nature but i was uh, at 17 i was a pretty shy young young guy and really didn't know what i wanted to do with my life right um i was uh i was an okay student i wasn't a great student mm -hmm. um i like sports and so i would spend probably too much time playing sports instead of studying um did not really know what to do and and one of the reasons why i um chose to to work at a college was because um when i grew up in in barry um you know a lot of my friends were off to various colleges or universities across the province i had no idea what i wanted to do and i went and enrolled in a, in a program at our local uh community college georgian college um and uh it turned out not to be the program for me and ended up mm -hmm. doing different programs but but it's you know it really channeled and and saved saved me quite frankly because um, i had no idea what i wanted to do and and going to college really helped to focus and, and, and ground me and at, again even at college i wasn't a great a great student because i was uh you know i was playing varsity sports and i love that as aspect of it mm -hmm. um but i got through it and um you know we all mature at different different ages and, sure. and i went on to do a whole bunch of different things in terms of education but i always come back to it and say um any any kind of success that i've had in my career i owe all to the community college system all 100 percent. and um so that's why when you know the opportunity came to to be able to work at st lawrence i just jumped at it um because i just recognize that when you you know what colleges can do um we have the opportunity when you work here to help shape people's lives um, and that's a pretty cool thing to wake up in the morning yeah. knowing that, you know, in your own small way, 
you can help shape people's lives True. and uh very 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 cool so anyhow i, I as you can see i drifted off no worries i, was I drift along too I, I was reflecting on what it was like to be a 17 year old again i so. drift so much i thought like yeah. my friends keep telling me to shut up <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know but I just go with a flow of a conversation. Like if people know, like we always have sets of questions ready and we mm -hmm. never stick to them yeah, <laughs> at yeah. some point. But you said something very interesting, uh, your little contribution, how you can contribute as one person mm -hmm. to make to a bigger cause. And speaking of that, I think colleges, even not shaping lives, it shapes society yeah. as a whole. Like yeah. it's your first interaction as an adult, I would say young adult, and how it shapes yourself, who you will be in life, but also how you interact with society as well, and how it's always constantly changing. I always say society keeps changing. So how do you adapt yourself to different situations? Will I be in 20 years the same person? Not, because mm -hmm. there were some changes that will happen. Yeah. And understanding what surrounds you as well. Right. It's no longer thinking, oh, my parents did this. You're kind of to yourself when you're a teenager. You know, oh, let me do this. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Now that you need to find a part-time job, you need to do stuff. It's yeah. just so much that, oh, there's so much more happening in life. Yes, exactly. And you break out of that illusion. And speaking of that, uh, how, what was your first uh, uh, position at SLC? Um, so I... In 2000, I came over as the uh, senior vice president of corporate services. So mm -hmm. um, at that time, it included, I would say, almost all of the uh, non-academic functions. So everything from the registrar to recruitment to uh, finance to facilities, pretty much everything, because it was a, it was a bit smaller at, at, mm -hmm. at that time. And and you know that was my background. By trade, I'm uh, I'm a CPA. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm a uh, you know a licensed accountant. Uh, I've, I've also got a master's in public policy and, and management because I'm very interested in the public policy policy piece. But it was a great position because it really allowed me to learn and understand all of the support services of uh, for student for students. So student uh, student services, which we now call student success, uh, reported into me as well. And one of the reasons what attracted me to that position was that reason because really. As a leader here, as, as part of the management team, we don't exist without you. Like, this school is all about students, right? And that's why uh, it's so important that we had, you know, a, a core value of St. Lawrence College is putting students students first. Centrous. Absolutely. Um, and and to me, that's such an important value to have as, as an education institution. And, you know, sometimes people will say to me, um, that's not really a value, Glenn. And I said, it yes, is. it is. Right? It is a value. Like, how can you be an education institution and not have that as your number one as your number one value? Anyhow, so that's that's what I did when I first started here. It seems so long ago. I was just a young guy back then. Um, <laughs> always and... <laughs> young. We're always young. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was you know it was a it was a great uh, a, a great way to start um, at the college and and again going into my eleventh year now as as president and CEO, which is hard to believe because it does feel like yesterday that. I started this role as well. How was it for you? The first day as CEO and president, you're like, wow. Um, I was reflecting the 17 year old Glenn. Now <laughs> I'm CEO and president of Free Campus. <laughs> How was it for you the first day? You know, it's 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 funny because um, all I could think about was that 
for the friends that I had and the people that I knew when I was 16 or 17 year olds, they would not believe it. <laughs> they would not believe it for, for a second. Um, but you know, it, it, it was, uh, again, it was, it was a neat moment and there's no question. And, and, you know, I was, I was happy, uh, for my parents, um, because, uh, for, for my, for my mom and my dad, because, and, you know, you at key milestones in your life. I think you think back sometimes mm -hmm. to your to your parents and the sacrifices that they that they made. Um, I I would reflect upon my family. You know, my wife and my and my, and my kids because they're a huge part of my uh, of my life. And and you know, you're never successful without a, a support team. It's True. not an I. It's a we. Yeah. It's an us. Right. It's it, that's that you. No one that achieves any kind of uh, success does it by themselves. It's it's a team effort, always, always. And um, so that's what I thought about. Uh, and then I went on and and you know, just started started the day type of thing because it really you know it's 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 to me it's just it's part of how I do the job. I'm I'm not your traditional um, you know stay in the office and and you know meeting after meeting. I, I like I, I get energy by walking the halls. There's nothing more demoralizing than when I have a full day of meetings. Um, I just like to get out there um, and and talk to people and and talk to our students and talk to our faculty and our staff. Right. So. That's uh, again like I I love walking also. Kian also loves walking. We are people who I don't know. I just I cannot like sit uh, again like right. you know like inside a small box. Sure, I'm having a conversation right now. But right. if I were to stay here for eight hours, I was oh, like, no. Wouldn't way. that be awful? <laughs> be awful. They're lovely plants. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love them. Uh, that's why I choose this place. But anyways, you said like SLC was small back mm -hmm. in two thousand. Flash forward to 2022, mm -hmm. it's magnificent campus, three different locations. Mm -hmm. And uh, what changed throughout those 22 years? Yeah. What really made it grow so much? I think, um, and it is, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, college and all three of our campuses are outstanding. And, and I think um, it really, you know, for me, anyhow, it changed um, my first year, um, as uh, as president, I, I you know I had the privilege and the opportunity to develop a new strategic plan, and, and and that's always a nice thing to have coming in as a new president to be able to sort of set that vision for the you know for the next 10, 15, 20 years, and when we determined and and declared that we are going to be a globally recognized institution, I think that was a defining moment for us. It meant that we. You know, we're not only going to be the best college that we could mm. be in Eastern Ontario, but we want to be the best college uh, in the province, in the country, in the world. Um, and uh, I think it was so important to sort of um, sort of rally folks um, towards that vision. And right now, when you look at it and, and you see, you know, the diversity in our campuses and in our communities, um, it wasn't always like that. Um, and, and, and people sometimes forget Um the what a challenge it was you know 10 11 years ago to get folks um to commit to commit to that vision um we would have anywhere between 60 to 80 students from around the world in 2011 2012 that's it that's good that's, that's it yeah that's it right um and now you know we're well over two two thousand we have partners that have over four thousand five thousand like it our, our college has totally changed in terms of its cultural makeup 
Um, and that has been such a joy to watch and to participate and be a part of. Um, and it's been wonderful to see how it's shaped our communities as well. So yeah, it's really changed a lot in the last decade. And uh, what were the, uh, it's more technical aspect of it. What were the keys to the success of making SLC internationally more recognized? I think, um, and it is more the, the technical piece. So, you know, I am a big believer in strategic plans. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I know people's eyes are probably going to gloss over on the, on, the, on, the, on, this, on this podcast right now. But um, we have a, a, our strategic plan, SLC M5. I'm, I'm a big believer in, in following a blueprint mm -hmm. for what you want to do and then communicating it to the organization um, and, and, and having everyone buy into it. And so when we developed our strategic plans, it wasn't, you know, Glenn sitting in an office or the team sitting in an office com coming up with our strategic plan and saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. We engaged uh, with our faculty, with our staff, with our community. We spent months talking to people and building our strategic plan. So by the time, by the time we had uh, uh, published our strat plan, it wasn't Glenn's strat plan. It was our community's strategic plan. Um, and that, to me, was the biggest reason for the success because it was a plan that was developed by everybody. And so everybody bought into it. Um, and, I, you know, without, without that, I don't think we would have achieved what we've been trying to achieve. The other big piece of that um, was that um, we spoke a lot about values, right? We spent more time actually talking about values than about our strategic plan. And to me, you know, there's an old saying that culture eats strategy for breakfast. It was Peter Drucker, I think, came up with a famous um, um, consultant. And it's so true, right? So unless you've got an organization, a community aligned in its values, it doesn't matter what kind of plan you have, you're never going to achieve your goal. But if you have a, a community of, 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 of employees and community and students that believe in and are aligned in their values, well, that's when magic happens, right? That's when you're going to do some pretty neat things as, a, as an institution. And, and that's why we spend a lot of time on values. That's Did so your eyes gloss over over that? Sorry about that. No worries. No, Good. no it's, uh, I really love the part where you say, like, uh, you put the community at the forefront of everything because the plan is not like discussing in an office hey you know we're going yeah, to do this uh it's not like old friends college you know like we're all our little clique doing exactly so many, because so many great ideas great businesses start with the right intention right but then the right intentions become all click stuff in a circle and then it doesn't work out yeah. for obvious reasons yeah. and just putting i think like the community uh, you know, like, I think you went, I don't know to what extent you went, uh, reaching Kingston as a city, yeah. I guess, was very important. Yeah. How hey, how would this impact Kingston from the faculty members, even to a level of Ontario, I guess. There should have been a lot of process. Yeah, we know, and mm -hmm. very astute observation. Like, we, we, um, we reached out to our community, um, um, you know, beyond the college borders uh, in Kingston, Cornwall and Brockville, um, because we really see ourselves as as an eastern Ontario um, uh, college, uh, again, with, you know, trying to be the best we can in the province, the country and, and, and the world. But um, it, I th the plan, I think, has been successful because we engage with uh, with our local communities. So. And uh, so now, what, we, what does this uh, 
would you say drivers 20 years are there particular students stories journeys that marked you Uh, in a positive way, uh, also, or that inspires you till today? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because you know, right now you're inspiring me, um, <laughs> and I mean that. It's it's like our students. I've said this time and time. They're remarkable, right? Our students are truly remarkable, and I've sat in so many um, uh, student presentations, uh, uh, you know, capstone presentations, and 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 classes with. Uh, Uh, where our students are presenting to employers in our local community, and I, you know, at first I would I would get blown away. I'm so like surprised. Now I don't, I don't anymore because our students are incredible. They really really are, and I love watching and um, you know students progress uh, during you know during their during their time here. Um, and so you know I I don't I don't have one in particular because I I wouldn't feel that would be fair. For example, True. for all many. You know, and and little things um, make it make it make a difference, right? Like um, yesterday at the community event, um, you know, Agam said, you know, our, our student association president yeah. said, you know, um, I remember Glenn when you said hello to me in 2018, and I and I thought to myself, he said, you smiled at me in the hall and said hello, and I thought, you know. It is such a great reminder of how important it is to be present at all, at all times and not just walk down the hallway with your head in the phone and stuff like that. True. And that, you know, little actions can make an impact with 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 people, right? And and so even like like that, and and, and he did a great job. He did a great job last last night as well, which isn't which isn't surprising. But you know, I I I I see our alumni when I go into the neighborhood. Um, in our community, and, and you see them in all walks of life. Um, you know, they're winning premiers awards, they're winning uh, business of the year awards in our local local chamber. Um, our students go on to do some pretty pretty amazing things. And again, I'll go back to that thing about I, I said at the beginning. You know, one of the privileges of being able to work at St. Lawrence College is to know that in some small little way. Um, you have an impact in some, and you can make an True. impact in some in someone's life. But um, yeah, no, I I I'm always so impressed with with our students and, and what they do. And um, you know, like you're a natural at hosting this as as well. I do my best. You, you do, a, do my you best. do a great job, and 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 that doesn't surprise me one iota because um, I'm I'm used to the amazing things our our students do. Well, thank you. I think every student thank you to say. Thank you, Glenn, for, <laughs> for regarding us as talented because it's so important. You know, like I believe, like in some ways, like we tend to become more and more individualistic as we grow up. Right. Uh, like even society is shaping us to be, right. oh, but you know, you need to be on your own. Do your no, like one of the biggest advice I was is to really, is to ask for help if you need it. Really, mm -hmm. like that's one thing. Like you're not alone on your own. So like just like. You said hi to Agam. Mm -hmm. uh, it might just have been a hi, but for him or for myself, it's like, wow, that's so amazing to me that, hey, like, even as a leader, as a face, you're saying hi to me. I feel valued, you know, like, mm -hmm. just like again yesterday's for the pancake, like I said mm -hmm. to one since she was standing very, yeah. I said, you have such a bright smile when I say, yeah. like, uh, there was going to be pancakes. <laughs> and, and I say, that's amazing. And she, 
she was like, oh, thank you so much. But just made my day. And yeah, that's you know, nice, eh? little things like yeah. this, which makes us human. Yeah. And uh, just to value this to little things can really brighten Absolutely. people's students days. So if you want to say something positive, go for it. Don't overthink it. it you know, that's mm -hmm. that's excellent. And, and you know, you, you have a great smile. So I can see why people would, re would react like that. But I loved your point about um, if don't be afraid to say something nice. Because yeah. I think sometimes folks are so guarded these days yeah. now, right? And say hello, smile, and, you yeah. know, and say, I, I loved what you did there. That was a great presentation, or I really liked the way you, you handled that. Like, I don't know. It just, we've lost a little bit of that, don't you think, some, sometimes? And it's it's so important to, to be human and say those things. I think of the 2008, 2011, maybe. Mm -hmm. Something when smartphones and apps, social media started picking up. Yeah, yeah. ways of social and social media, you would say. Yeah, uh, could be. Yeah, could be for sure. That's my thing. I'm a student in digital marketing, so me saying that it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, no, I love social media for what it is. Right. But I think I think a lot of marketers, a lot of uh, people who use social media nowadays have forgotten the word social in the word right. social media. Right. It's. It was meant to be social, you know. I post a picture, you comment, something very nice. Nowadays, people are just looking for followers, likes, yeah. uh, boost. Sure, it's a business, but give an identity to your business. Give, give life to it, you know. Things like that. You just see things like it just like bothers me. But anyways, I'll. <laughs> well, you know, but yeah. just just to pick up on that. Yesterday, uh, we were hosting an event called Community Connections. It was about the pandemic and lessons learned, and we had a gentleman on there, Dr. Gerald Evans, who spoke about. Um, you know, the hard facts of, of, uh, of the pandemic. And, and that was interesting. He said, but the most amazing, interesting piece about the, about the pandemic was the behavioral science of how, uh, of how society acted. And, and, you know, that comes back to what you're talking about in terms of being, uh, of the social aspects. Um, we're, we're social creatures, right? As, and we and are social creatures. We are. We need yeah. to have this. We do. We, we need, do. otherwise we, Literally, our mental, physical state. Absolutely. Agree. Yep. Agree. I'm sorry if I we were going to say something. No, no, you <laughs> you you finished it perfect. Thank you. And it's I don't know. I believe is the the science part of life, which is like your brain, your heart. Mm -hmm. uh, I also believe there's energy, which is we we always talk about this vibes, uh, my zone, my energy <laughs> as students. You know, we, but what does this jargon really mean? You yeah. know, like. Is there something which we haven't thought about really? Energy, yeah. it's like, you feel it, you know, yeah, like, you do. I feel that flow. Is it emotions, chemicals? No, yeah. I believe energy is real. Yeah. Energy is a presence. Like right now, I just love it seeing students having classes. It just feels like, well, not just two person in like, in a, in like a CIA room. Hey, I'm right. investigating you. Hey, <laughs> like, say, I'm asking you this question right now. So yeah. No, we just have like a lot of students just studying. It just, a beautiful open space yeah, even nice. if we're close we yeah. seeing people animals or even plants here mm -hmm. it's all aspect of life you can see yeah very true it brings you as a human as a whole and feeling the present moment yeah. and just live the present <sighs> like that nicely said anyways so and from your personal experience what would you say now, as a college, uh, you would love to bring, if you were like, you're already student president, but I guess there's a lot of restrictions which come, oh, Glenn, think about this before we do that. You know, like, what is, if 
it was just up to you. You had all the social elements, all the budget, all the people you wanted, uh, a project which you would love on your own to implement at SLC. What would it be? No restrictions. Wow, that's a good question. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, that so if I had no, res- I so I think Nelson Mandela said education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world, and it re- that resonates with me as, in terms of a college, and and it would be able to provide uh, what we do here to everybody. Um, sure. And, you know, no restrictions for access, no restrictions, you know, in terms of, um, you know, folks that can that have the opportunity uh, to, to attend our college, because, um, you know, that when you think about that quote, that is that is so true. Education is so, so important. And I, it would be amazing if we could just open this, you know, open everything up to 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 our entire community. Um, without rest- without restriction, and for the most part, you know, we we can. And and so when you first when you first asked that question, I thought, well, what would I do? I would just do more of what we're doing now, um, because I you know I think um, as a, as a college, access is so important for us. Um, but I would even I, I would be able to expand it even even more, right? And um, you know, I, I I I'm not a big believer in you know, budget constraints and stuff like that. I think if you, if you're creative and you really want something, you figure out a way on how to do it. Right. So I can't ever think of a thing that we wanted to do that we weren't able to do. We might've wanted to involve more people, expand it more, maybe do it a little, you know, with a little bit more pizzazz or flash, but we can get it done. And I think that's the important thing. People always talk about restrictions and policy and and this yeah. kind of stuff, right? Don't let that get in the way. Like that, one of the, the you know, one of the most important things to, to, to do when you're looking at, um, you know, that question that you just asked me, what is it that you would do? Forget about the policy, forget about budget type stuff. That's not a restriction. You can get past that. You can figure out ways on how to get the resources that you need to get to get things done. So, you know, I guess the simple answer to your question is just more of what more of what we're doing more, more of what we're yeah. doing now. Um, yeah, I think so. That's a great question, by the way. I'll probably think about that one all night now <laughs> and, and, and ring you up in the middle of the night and say, I got a better answer for that. But anyhow, that's it's, that's what comes off the top of my head right now. Yeah. It's it's a good answer, a beautiful mm. one. I really think to echo like there's one which is not as inspiring as Nelson Mandela, but if you're a Jurassic Park <laughs> lover, like I love how John Hammond says, always spend without thinking. <laughs> he was a CEO of like, uh, and I was like, well, you're the CEO, you're able to yeah, say that's that. Fair, that's very funny. Like, yeah. But he, he said to it, you know, like my biggest metric of measuring success is since the smile on the face of kids and the parents being relaxed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, it's all there. There are so many analytics, and yeah. but sometimes the simple things like Absolutely. roaming around campus, seeing everybody with friends, or yeah. somebody succeeding at graduating, yeah. or passing in some subjects, or self-reflecting, yeah. why did I graduating? That you, you, you know, and I know we're probably going off script, but this is no, this is, no we don't. Like, <laughs> we have a script, but we the goal is to get out yeah, of exactly. the script. So so. You know, th- that is my favorite day is convocation, right? To me, that's why we do what we do. And 
and um, you just brought me back to a moment and and that you have a good you have a good way of doing that bringing me back to, to reflection and I had you know I had the fortunate and the privilege of my youngest son being able to graduate uh, from St. Lawrence so he went here for the last four years fitness and health promotion program and I remember just last uh, June when he crossed that stage and the smile on his face and <laughs> It's, anyway, yeah, it, it just it, I can it brings me back yeah. there right now. Like I could have, you know, my career could have finished right then and there. I like to me mm -hmm. that was the pinnacle of of my time here. Um, but you know, I that was one one individual and that was my son. But we've had over a hundred thousand graduates cross that stage in our fifty five year history, and think about you know, how the, the, how those hundred thousand folks here and across the provinces, I think about two, over two million, think how that has changed the fabric. And you had raised this earlier about the fabric of society, uh, in our communities, um, you know, from a from college graduates, over two and a half million graduates, uh, all over the world that are helping to change, to change the world. So I went off on a really bad tangent there. Um, no, but yeah, you, you created that vision of me because that convocation is such a big day uh, for students. And it's just one day, but it's the culmination of years of efforts, family support, hardships sometimes to get people across that, that stage. Um, and it really does take a village, right? takes a True. village it's a whole journey it's it is. it's the how to the recognition to that journey mm -hmm. basically the graduation just the moment it's very why it's so emotion because it's not because you're getting it's because what you went through yes exactly because you know the road is not straightforward no. it's always it's zigzagging then you come back sometimes. absolutely it's you know you change programs you, you do. do things your own yeah. way and it's all all right you know yeah. i always say like uh, i had a friend she was thinking like hey should i change program or not right. go for it you absolutely it. it's you know like uh don't graduate without a smile on your face exactly no, no like it wouldn't be so good like do what you want to do. It's a cliche to do, like, do what you love, but it's really about this, you know. It like, is. Uh, my first program was uh, land surveying. That's, I took a year of land surveying. I had no idea what I was doing, but I liked the outdoors. <laughs> had no idea. Signed up at the last second. And, um, yeah, so that was my one-year career in land surveying. You, um, then I went into business. Personal this. This to you, if you continue this, you would have a miserable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because uh, my my stepdad is an urbanist. Right. So he started his degree like in a public uh, management and stuff. Yeah. So it's a bit like you land surveying. Yeah. You, you start as this, you know, you yeah. go over, yeah. you help the architecture. And, and he loves it. Yeah. He's a lover because it helps him travel. Yeah. But he's like sometimes 12 hours in his yeah. office. Oh, but I'm making this plan and everything. I'm coming. So... And seeing you, you said like you wanted to, you love walking, mm -hmm. things. I said, no, we're not having <laughs> happy doing that. So wise choice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, again, so what is something that uh, if you had more time, like 18 hours mm -hmm. already spending, I guess six hours for sleeping, 
uh, or what what do you do in the rest of the I, six hours no so it, you know again you know today's probably an exception but the the the, the hours are sun, the, by the way oh yeah no sun for the first time in a week that's beautiful um sorry viewers no you can't you can't hear you can't see that but the sun yeah. has just come out for the first time anyhow yeah. um no i you know i uh the job this job is a 24 by 7 job i knew that when i signed up my family knew that when i signed up but it's as you know as i said before important to have lots of lots of balance um i do go to bed pretty early normally right i like normally i try to get in bed by 9 30 uh, which is like pretty early for for folks i'm sure and there are exceptions obviously um that 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 happen but um sleep is very important right and i try to you know i try to get at least seven hours it's not not always possible um, but it's so important to be uh, well rested for the for you know for the day ahead. When I was younger, I tried to get by in four or five hours sleep, and you know, that's a fool's game. You can't you can't the the yeah. the, 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 the tank's going to go empty pretty yeah. quick doing that. Um, so I do really try, like I said, try to make sure my energy levels up, do my fitness, make sure I take time to wind down. Uh, love you know love to read those types of things. Uh, I have lots of uh little activities that i noodle on to try to you know um try to relax my mind um like true you need to you do you need musical to. instruments type of thing that type of thing so i would love to one day play musical instruments it's one thing if i had more time i would love to do oh, like I, I i've been trying to learn guitar for i think 50 years um but you know what i'm not terrible because i don't really have any talent right but but i like to i like to noodle with it um but if I pick up my guitar, I'll get lost. Like I could, I can spend 20, 30 minutes and you know, my wife will say, where are you? Right? Like what, like we're, we're supposed to go out to, to, you know, do this thing. And I'm, and I go, Oh, sorry. And I was just, cause I picked up my guitar and I just get lost in it. And, um, you know, every, I think everybody needs something like that. For me, it's guitar for others. It's, you know, something else, but, um, yeah. strumming, strumming. Yeah. yeah. I love, oh, love, love the guitar. So. Well, we have open mic on Wednesday yeah, night. Yeah, I knew you were going to say something like that. No, I, I, I am not of that caliber whatsoever. I'm, uh, I like to play for an audience of one, and that's myself. <laughs> True. I, I have a like uh, a DJ set controller. I leave oh, it at home nice. because I was like, I know I would get distracted. If... Yes. Going back, there was something that you said, like you know, recharging your batteries. Mm -hmm. You know, like uh, getting back is like again, like. If you can charge your phone to 100%, or why yes. not charge yourself to, exactly. to 100%? So important. Yeah. Sleep is so important. Yeah, it is. I felt the impact of it when I said, no, I had a lot of assignments to do mm -hmm. the last two weeks. Yeah. And I sustained on three hours of sleep. Yeah, and americano double shot of espresso in it <laughs> it was it's it's one of a real <laughs> lot of students will relate. Yeah. So is there one thing that you would love if you had more time? to do you always wanted to learn but like oh i wish i had more time to do this uh yeah so i can think of a lot of things actually so yeah. one thing i would lo like right off the bat if i had more time i'd love to spend more time with my family i you'd never get enough time to spend with your family and you know i have uh, uh whether it be with uh, my uh my uh my wife uh teresa who i always call my sweetheart that's our names for each for each other mm -hmm. uh you know two boys uh you know uh josh is uh, uh who just graduated and mitch who's in toronto uh, with his own career right now i'd love to have more time to spend with mm -hmm. them um you know in terms of 
hobbies and stuff yeah guitar i could use a lot of time <laughs> um, to perfect uh, my my limited ability um i love photography right i love like i I'd lo love to be able to to do that i think do you know how many i i think i've got something like twenty five thousand photos on twitter or something like that something ridiculous amount um because i love take i love taking pictures and would really like to learn uh, a lot more about you know the art of, of of photography. So there's all kinds of things I'd I'd love to do. Um, I'm a big you know big reader. Love to love to read. But most of all, it would be probably uh, to have more time to spend with you know to spend with my my family and so forth. But yeah. well, I guess you have two families, right? So I do, I do, <laughs> I do. That's a really good a really good point. And that's you know that's again when you know people say. Um, getting up in the morning, right? You, you know, a lot, a lot of people dread getting up to go to a job and stuff. I don't consider this a job, right? I this is, this is you know what I do, um, and uh, it is a family. It is a family. That was great, very great, great choice of words. And uh, so now we're moving forwards to more like. Uh... What, uh, like you said, like you trust, you give yourself vulnerable. Yeah. We're more shifting to like tidbits question. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So what would you say is like a red flag for you? Like what makes people like you say you trust everyone, then things happen. You don't trust them. What are your red flags? Oh, that's a good, a good, a good yeah. question. I have loved every week. I have a red flag. You um, do, eh? <laughs> What's a red flag for you? Uh, red flag for me is when, so I always like, uh, I don't know when people talk loud mm -hmm. or play music loud, mm -hmm. uh, like for example, in the cafe, sometimes uh, people can do that they want, you yeah. know, like I always say, you know, um, so you, you can play it for yourself by having your earphones or you're just playing it for, for the table mm -hmm. right there. But if you blast it loud. Or, and then you're banging the tables. It's a bit, it's a bit too much. We're, we're, I agree, we're all students. We love to have fun, no ways. Yeah, yeah. But there's something which is called, there are other people in this space right. also who are studying or who are just yeah. drinking, hey, winding up, just yeah. sitting for a while. So yeah, and just that. Don't play the music loud. Well, that's a red flag. It's not for, that's what red flags are. Okay. okay. Uh, like, uh, you know, like, uh, not red flags, more like pet peeves. Yeah, yeah. That's a pet peeve. It, so, you know, thank <laughs> thank you for that. Well, I was I, saying more pet peeves, not red flags. Yeah, no, no. Uh, so, uh, for me, it's when uh, folks will share something with you about something else, about someone else. Um, mm -hmm. People call it gossip. People call it, like, that. honestly, that that... I don't like that. Right. Like, um, you know, if you're gonna, if you're, you should always be able to, if you're going to say something, you should be able to say it to someone's face. Right. Otherwise sure. don't say it. And, and, and the other thing is, and, and Kristen and I are perfect for each other as a, as an office team, because we're both very optimistic and positive. So always looking for the good things in folks. Right. So, and, and, and there are, there are always positive and good things in both people and in, in situations. And, um, uh, you know that's what I that's what I look for. So uh, uh, I must admit, a pet peeve for me um, is you know the gossip, the negativity. I, I I do not like that, and it doesn't mean you know as an optimist I have you know I have my head buried in the sand. I know there are you know terrible things that sometimes are, are you know that we're de that we're dealing with and everything. But I like to look at the positive um, side of things. So I like to surround myself with positive cheerful people right 
who wants to come into the office and 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 work with work with folks that are miserable or talking about people or and everything and and uh, you know again i'm very fortunate i have a great team um and you know everyone is uh, a a good good positive force and in, in force in life so that's a pet peeve of mine i don't i don't like the gossip piece i have like two two things which i like i i just one pet peeve came into mm-hmm. my mind uh i already forgot about <laughs> i have a squirrel brain which is i shift from a fourth squirrel to four. <laughs> well my notes <laughs> no, 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 sorry about that <laughs> so, uh more like uh, a pet peeve would be like i like as someone who tries to organize everything mm-hmm. you know having a squirrel brain i jump yeah. from fourth to fourth i note i i do book my time for right. certain stuff and then i one thing is i hate when people say i will let you know mm. this is such a thing which is like you know you can't say me no i prefer someone saying no but we can do it uh we ah, can postpone yeah, it you know yeah. like i will let you know has become such a thing which I'll is let like, you know uh, which means they no, don't know really, what why they don't really want to deal with the question right they now. don't want really so yeah like i'm someone who loves having no as an answer no right. sean i can't right. do that yeah. and it helps me understand why the no you know like yeah maybe i learned something oh you can't do it or you you have a busier schedule yeah, it's can't do it we all acknowledge that we all have only 24 hours in a day right. and we spend it like how we need and those things are more important so just let me just yes or no. say it yeah like the okay I, how's this one so to be perfectly honest right so in other words in the last 10 minutes you weren't honest with me right like that that phrase mm-hmm. well glenn to be perfectly honest right um it it doesn't make any sense right it doesn't so it's it imperfectly honest <laughs> <laughs> anyway I, it just but in in the in the end um I, you know people what makes us human is that we all have flaws right we're all none of us are perfect and 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 that's why i always look at embrace you know embrace people look at their look for their strengths um we all have them you know and um focus on that um and forget about the the weakness part right everyone can point out it's easy to point out weaknesses in people it's so easy right so easy. and what would you say like what is coming to weaknesses what is one particular weakness of them oh um so i i have a, i have a ton of weakness you should interview my family they'll give you a whole <laughs> they'll give you a whole list i am a bit obsessive about details and stuff mm-hmm. sometimes so if um if we have an event to do um even though i know there's a whole team that's checking to make sure the mics are set up that's set up every I will go and do it myself every, uh, all the time. I'll go there and <laughs> and I know there's folks that are making sure that that everything's set up, but I you know what? I just can't let that I can't let that go. I always always do that. Um and I think that's, you know, I think I think that's a bit of a weakness. I I also um I do sometimes, you know, in my role, especially during the pandemic, I can send out a note or send out a video or talk and you know we've made a decision about things and 90% of the, of folks are are very you know they're pleased with the direction but I can get one or two you know emails that aren't very nice um are not happy and those are the ones I dwell on I'll dwell on that all night long meanwhile you know the other 6000 folks were extremely happy but it's the two that weren't um and I, and i've learned to sort of let that go you have to in my role 
um, because you're never going to please everybody. So I've, I've really learned, but it is a weakness of mine, I'll admit. And uh, to this day, I can, you know, I'll focus on the one negative comment instead of the 10 positives. So it's used to happen. And uh, it's something which happens a lot, like you say about gossip, you know, uh, I, this is like, I don't know if I should say, but some people told me, hey, like some people spoke about you badly, you know, in a way, like I say, oh, it's fine. Uh, but it's not fine, is it? <laughs> no, it's actually, I'm surprised that three years before I would have been all mm. night long, all 24 right. hours. What did I do wrong? Right. What am I? Maybe I should change myself. Maybe right. I should self-reflect. And again, yeah. maybe I should do things which we, then I realized like now after two years of pandemic of so much uh, self-reflecting right. after getting fired, after, you know, uh, restarting a career. That's why right. I'm here at SLC. I'm yeah. restart, restructuring my career. I'm not yeah. ashamed to say it. Like, hey, yeah. Good. Uh, hospitality was fun. I love it. It's still my first love. I love hospitality. Yeah. I would go back to it. But there's the reality that with a pandemic, it has opened my eyes that it's unstable. Right. And being laid off was one of the things during the mm. pandemic, which was super hard to take because right. I was building my career. And uh, then I say, well, let's go back to college. Yeah. And I'm always thankful for SLC to giving a guy who doesn't have any experience in marketing mm -hmm. at all and just giving a front desk agent, a waiter, a chance to study digital yeah. marketing. And I'm thankful for that. I'm very thankful. Well, you're a natural. And you're a natural. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, it's so great. And then having both going through all of this, having someone saying something badly about me. You can, you know, like, because you cannot please everybody in life at the no, end of the day. you can't. And, uh, you know, like, there's always in business, like, hey, you know, like, you have your audience and whatever. You please them already. But what you can do to please other people, you right. know, who are a bit, like, undecisive. Yeah. There are people who are undecisive, which, yes, of course, you have that neutral advantage of, you know, just being yourself and showing the best of what you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, then there's those who are already negative about you. You can change them to a certain degree, right. uh, but most of them have already that thought set into their mind. So it's yeah. wasted time. Yeah. So if any time, so there are two aspects you can see about the 60,000 people. Those two people, maybe it's really they had a negative experience. Right? Right. Then you can work on them, learn. Right. But if their thoughts are really, you can sense that, oh, it's personal, it's mm -hmm. bias. Don't reflect on Don't them. Reflect. People will Good always advice. just... Uh, yep be there so i just said yeah i'll do it. i deal with it people have hated me throughout my life sometimes <laughs> it's fine i i'm not the best human i always tell people yeah. i have lots of flaws just like mm -hmm. you i tend to be very blunt sometimes yeah. and sometimes i can be very trashy in my mm -hmm. thoughts and i say oh no i shouldn't have said that I, mm -hmm. i'm a good person why did you say this <laughs> but it's things which happens oops yeah. uh, but anyways that's of the advice let's it went a bit like into a like a as an optimist, it went a bit on a whew, negative spiral. <laughs> so, speaking of positive person, I mm -hmm. should say one person say you work with Kristen a mm -hmm. lot and you're a perfect duo for an office. I believe I'm always amazed by Kristen. We talked through mm -hmm. the email. I just love her energy. It's so rare that I get an email from someone. I was smiling at 9 yeah. a.m. I was, hey, Glenn would be so excited to do this. Yeah. I'm so looking just such a positive energy and it's a shout out moment what are you grateful for for having Kristen or anybody in oh. your life as an office person 
What yeah. So uh, you know, and, and it's mm-hmm. funny that you that you mentioned that because in terms of if if I had to do a shout out and and that's always risky because there's lots of lots of great, <laughs> lots of great folks working here. But I'll, I, I I would do a shout out to the folks that I probably work in the most with, and that you know that's my my senior team for sure. Mm-hmm. A big shout out to them. But but Kristen and and, and Julie Enerson who who. I work with an awful lot, um, both in my office and from a communication standpoint. Um, they go be well above and beyond daily, uh, daily, daily, daily. And uh, huge shout out to both to both of them, uh, to the senior team, and and you know we've got some great folks in this in this organization that are really doing some groundbreaking uh, groundbreaking work. You know our new our new uh, director of uh, belonging and EDI, Carmen Law. Um, you know, doing some great work out there and, you know, our, 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 you know, Helena, our indigenous knowledge keeper, like these, these folks are doing really, really good, positive work. And, um, but again, I've, I've gone down, you've, you've got me going down naming people and I don't want to name people (laughs) because someone will say, well, what about me? But, but, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. I have my immediate circle, uh, with, with, uh, Kristen and Julie, I'm very, very, um, blast and, and and to have to have that positive energy uh, in my office and and you know we have a great team at SLC great great group of people and uh, now coming back uh, more like quick fire plant mm-hmm. and protect why the should plant and protect oh this yeah yeah it's you know it's sustainability yeah um, this this shirt brand that I like to to wear I think for every shirt uh, that you buy um, they plant a tree and oh, and i okay. and i you know i think the i i think oh you want to see my shirt oh, there you go i'm getting <laughs> stage instruction there <laughs> to show my shirt it says plant and protect um but they 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 plant the tree right and i yeah. think you know our carbon footprint in this world it's uh it, it's 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 so important and um you know we're we're you know my generation has done a lot of damage uh for the up and coming generation on our planet and you know so it's just once one small way um but i was wearing a jean shirt but it got mm. very hot got very hot here yes, yeah, um yeah. but yeah that's why and this thing uh i don't like always like generation clash it's such mm-hmm. a thing you know every generation clashes with anyone mm-hmm. i clash with my parents sometimes yeah, yeah. it's from past conflict solves bring solution i always mm-hmm. say and but i would say like how much did your generation know you know like Nowadays, we have so much resources, so much knowledge. Like, how would my parents know they were doing something bad in the 80s, 90s, you know? They were just people going through their life. Trying yeah, to make, no. They were part of a, of a system, if you want to. Yep. They would just deal with it, you know? They were not thinking about it. And how documented was it back then? How newspaper was it? Not at all. No, no, that's a and good, I, good I think, point. Uh, people like, uh, you know, who are like us, uh, maybe around like the age of my parents, mm-hmm. They should not feel bad about it, you know, if they did something which was wrong. There's so much that we know. And uh, to, to just point fingers at, hey, mm-hmm. you, you, it's because of you, you know, it's it's a hard thing to tell. So yeah. I don't think uh, there's an acknowledgement which goes through. Yeah. Let's work towards the solution. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that, that's more towards it. You know, all this argument, people argue every day. On oh, they do. They do. They, they, let's just put our yeah. positive energy and yeah. work towards fixing the problem. Fixing the problem. Exactly. Finding solutions. Agree with you 100%. And uh, what else do we have? And music, uh, guitar. Oh. Any particular track you love at the moment? Um, 
So, well, you just, talk, you just talk about uh, a playlist or a track. You know what? This song's on my mind lately, and it, and I, I think I must have seen a, a video recently. So, um, Tiny Dancer, uh, Madman Across the Water is the album, uh, Elton John. Okay. Uh, love that. Uh, love that album for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, and Tiny Dancer is such an amazing song. But but you know it's it's interesting. I did see a video. That's why I did see a video about this recently uh, because Elton John and he's you know he, he's he's still performing right um, in his in his mid seventies. Amazing. Uh, just an amazing artist. But um, Elton John gets all of the 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 outward you know, cre credit and, and fame. Um, but that's really an incredible collaboration with Bernie Taupin, who writes the lyrics for his songs. Okay. Um, and they've been doing that ever since the beginning. But, um, um, and it, it just, it's a reminder that, and it goes right back to the beginning of the conversation. Um, you always have a, a team, right? It's never I or me, it's us and it's we. And, uh, and that's a great example. But this video, if you ever get a chance to see it, you, he, he's literally composing the music because uh, Bernie Taupin would write the lyrics and Elton John would provide the music and the vocals. And it's just, it's genius in action. You just see it unfold. It's, fan, it's fantastic. Um, so Tiny Dancer, Madman Across the Water. Um, now. Love, love, and I love a lot of different artists. I believe in, in terms of my guitar playing, I'm, I'm learning bluegrass. I, I, and and my, I grew up in a house where my mom loved country music. Um, I didn't like country music when I was, when I was younger. Um, but as I age, I find, I, I, I like it. I like the simpleness of the lyrics and the and and the messages that that are that are uh, that are sung, and uh, so I'm learning I'm learning some uh, learning some bluegrass, and um, the guitar I have is um, uh, Cheryl Crow. It's a it's a signed guitar by uh, by Cheryl Crow, a, a Gibson guitar that it, uh, and I was a big fan of Cheryl Crow. Still, am a big fan of Cheryl Crow. Um, so those are a couple of things in terms of in terms of music at dinner time. It's jazz. jazz, jazz, classical. Uh, love Chet Baker, Miles Davis. All you know. Uh, oh, Miles Davis. Yeah, all, yeah. all, all, all oh, the yeah. greats. Definitely. For me, I you know at nighttime, I just, I just, you know, I just love to hear uh, jazz and, and music. So amazing. And uh, one, what is was one question which I always love mm -hmm. to ask is, if you could create an invention, if you were an inventor, what would you create to? to add into your life what invention would you invent um i would invent a clone so that i could be in four places <laughs> at once which when when you have when you have a, a, a college that has three campuses and satellite offices all over the province um i i i get asked to be in multiple places at the same time and i sometimes wish i could you know sort of <laughs> take myself and make three of me so that I could yeah. be there because I you know I and and you know your 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 comment about sometimes you just need to say I can't do it I have a hard time saying no um and 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 so I I always yeah. feel so bad if I can't attend event an event even though if you look at my calendar I'm usually multiple booked so um you know so that honestly that's 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 what I would I would invent um, you know, the other, the other part we talked about is how, you know, how we could invent, you know, things that would, that, that help our planet. Um, 
you know, and we talked about that about that earlier, and that goes to your comment about working together to develop a solution. But yeah, if I could figure out how to make three of me sometimes, that would be great. <laughs> For you, Eklund, we have biotechnology courses at SLC. <laughs> we can start fun. There's one question which I was like, for you, what, again, you said Nelson Mandela back in the beginning. Mm -hmm. What does education at its core means to you? Uh, education at its core means yeah. um, how much is it important for? It's very important. It's, it's about humanity. It's, so it's so. about sharing of knowledge. Um, and providing access to that knowledge, right? Um, education is is out there. And remember, you asked me the question, "What would I do if I had unlimited resources?" And that's uh, that's to me that would be expand the ability uh, to provide education for folks. Um, there are still so many that, that you know that in in on this planet that don't have access to education, um, and um, you know, to be to me that has the power to change to change the to change the world and uh and you know so having that access to education is probably the most number one thing for me um and that's why i got into into this right it's it's uh, i think um education is a bit of a calling for folks right and i think uh, SSC has been doing a great job and i always say like uh as a person i feel very grateful because uh in my country not many many People are, are very like uh, don't have accessibility. Mm. Mauritius Island is not pretty known to the world, especially in Western, uh, in North America or right. Latin America, South America. It's uh, it's in that part of Africa, like island isolated of Africa. Mm -hmm. So it's very rare. So uh, like an SLC being coming that far to recruiting people from my country mm. is just a living proof of your statement that you say like making education accessible to all. Right. But I'm also as aware as one of very few people being here. I I want to give that inspiration to right. folks in my country. Hey, like I'm here and I, I can set a grounding stone for people from, to be more easier for them to come here in Canada yeah. because it's such a lovely country, you know, like I think from an outsider world, as how grateful many internationals are to have Canada as a country mm. because it's more than just coming here and establish. It's a second chance at life. Right. I always say like, so many countries are right now with uh, inflation being so high, like mm -hmm. in my country, it's becoming disastrous in Latin America. It's becoming worse and worse. Eastern Europe again. So, right. so many places around the world are finding it difficult just to live month by month. It's not even living paycheck after paycheck. Right. It's how this paycheck is going to right. help us survive. So right. what's people are trying to find other sources of income. And I'm just so grateful to get this chance to be here in a safe space mm -hmm. uh, where I'm able to go and be given a second chance at life. Yeah. And that's, again, joining to your statement, that's wow, what that's, I would love to say. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. And speaking of plant and protect, do you think, uh, I think it's more of a statement, but do you think one day we will go extinct? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> it's because one thing, do you think we deserve to save a planet? To be known as a savior. No, that's a really deep question. That's deep because I I noted some deep questions because I know you like when I saw you had yeah. again another shirt like this. So. Mm -hmm. I you know what I I I'm again going back to a, an optimist. I think you know we can do we 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 have to do our bit to 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 save this mm -hmm. to save this planet, but we got to be serious about it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know I don't think. Um, 
even today with all that we know and this and and this knowledge um you know i'm not i'm not sure that we're all aligned on that right mm -hmm. um and so well we're not you, you can clearly see it because of what's what's hap what's happening in this world but um yeah that's a tough that's a tough that's a tough question so because i didn't answer it very well no probably, worries it's so deep won't. it's 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 a whole podcast on its own and uh wow glenn this has been uh like every for me nurturing experience i've learned so much from you i've uh, learned from you <laughs> thank you so much for, <laughs> i don't know what to say <laughs> i and have it's been it's been like i can't believe how much time's gone by it's just gone like that it's super, been great super super fast and uh, uh i'm sure like slc students have seen you like never before for mm -hmm. many of them through this episode of a podcast there are other episodes like on the first season you can see Glenn more chill way but more of a deep thinker as the person mm. I it's really like you know you always have this image oh but he's the CEO of the president like mm. oh, should I talk to him or not and how approachable as a human how as a human you are and how I can relate to you having some vulnerable spots as well and how you take challenges in life and how much you dedicate yourself to SLC and it, it's so inspiring and you surround yourself with the right mentality as well, the right people. And uh, thank you so much again for giving us like two hours of your time and being on this podcast, Ken and me and the whole podcast team. The You're a great, of... great interviewer. And uh, it didn't feel like an, it felt just like a nice conversation, which is, uh, you know, comes back to a lot of what we were talking about, too. Right. It's about, about having conversations. It's about having conversations. Exactly. Yeah. Connecting as yeah. human beings. Being social. Exactly. Being social. <laughs> there you go. And uh, so what's what's a sh uh, word would you love as a final say to say to students? They're right here listening to you. A, f a final word? Yeah. I, you know, I just, first of all, I have the utmost respect for all of our students. You all come from different, um, you know, different cultures, different uh, backgrounds, and your road to, to St. Lawrence has probably been a different path for each of you. Um, my, my one thing I would like to say is really enjoy your time. Be present here. Enjoy the, ex enjoy the experience and get everything you can uh, out of uh, out of your experience here. It's um, you know it's a, it's a it's a privilege to be able to 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 have education folks from around the world. Um, not not everybody has that access. You do. Make the most of it. Enjoy it and have some fun. Right? You gotta have fun. You gotta laugh. You gotta smile. You gotta mm -hmm. you, you gotta have you gotta have some fun. This is a great time in life. Enjoy it. And we cannot end the podcast enjoy it you know and i hope that you enjoyed this episode uh with us uh, kian is here he is now but you have seen him on the previous episodes he is now officially of the team of voice podcasts coming closer yeah <laughs> kian is officially sa voice podcast team and on this note follow us on instagram sa voice podcast uh you also have us on youtube apple podcast and spotify which is again voice podcasts where your voice are being heard as a student and you get the content what you want you want to be a guest dm me on instagram simple as that email or sometimes stuff dm me on instagram essay voice podcast right here thank you so much and again have an amazing week at slc you will see glenn in the hallway i'm always walking around <laughs> you will see kian walking around so approach us anytime thank you so much see you soon tune in every tuesday at 2 p.m on your favorite streaming platform bye bye take care bye bye